Welcome to What We Doing. I'm your man, H.T. Sims. Mr. Mix. What's going on? There's another episode of What We Doing. Jaffe's not here. He had to go get some other bread. So today, Mr. Mix, just let me break him off of what we got going on. Alright, so we were having a conversation off air, and I've been having some conversations off air with some people uh, at my jobs, friends and family members and whatnot, and we were talking about power moves. Now... We are not a sports show, but we're going to use sports and entertainment to kind of illustrate the point. So what kind of sparked this conversation, we were talking about LeBron and LeBron's move. So the argument that I was having is that people were looking at LeBron's move to the Lakers, and Lakers fans are kind of kind of pissed. Uh, but yeah, yes you know, we are. Kind of, kind of pissed. Yes, yes we are. Because LeBron has not been all basketball all the time with uh, this Lakers move, right? So... I was making the, the the argument that the LeBron move, the Kawhi move, mm-hmm. and the KD move were all power moves for business as opposed to just basketball. Right. And the example that I was using on that was uh, for LeBron. LeBron has a, a bunch of Hollywood uh, business. So he has a couple of shows that he EPs. He's executive producers. Um he has some movie opportunities that he's working on. Uh, he has a an agency, a sports agency. Um, it wasn't just for basketball purposes while he moved out to L.A. Right, right. He made a move so he could be in a position to partner with some of the the bigger kind of kind of organizations and businesses out there from an entertainment st- standpoint, so he can be in a position to make moves once he's done playing basketball. Because you got to think about it like this. Let's say you're the, which, you know, he argument, you know, he's in the argument for the GOAT or whatever. Okay. I don't think that he is, but he's but in the argument right. for the GOAT. Right? It's not totally out it's the way. It's not totally. Out, out the way, but So, okay. if you're, you can only play basketball for a certain amount of time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you're, re- if you're good, you get 10 to 12 years. If you're great, you may get 12 to 15. Your if you, if you average, five. it's like five, yeah, like yeah. three to five. Yeah, three to five. So you get three to five years to make all this money that you're going to make to mm. make these multi-million dollars. So after that, let's say you're, you're 18, 19, and again, they're going to lower the, the age limit in which you can come into it. So you're 18, 19, you go to the pros, you're done at 22. What do you do for the rest of your life? Right. Do you go coach high school? Or, you co- go or college, to, right? You, you did, know, did, did you finish your four years in college? Yeah. Can you do all that? You know what I'm saying? Do you have a different? Do you have another passion that you can go and basically live your life? Because again, at 22, if we're thinking about it, at 22, you know what I'm saying? At that time, I was in the military, thinking I was going to be in the military for the rest of my life, and that ended up changing. So you don't know what the hell you want to do at 22 for the rest of your life. Not at all. So the thing that I, I I'm trying to explain to people that are just talking sports. Is dude, it's bigger than that. Yeah, like yeah. we gotta stop thinking about just winning and losing and and legacy. And I, you hear a lot of sports shows talk about, well, he didn't win a championship, so he's a failure. Or he didn't win a championship, so he didn't have a good career. Bro, Damian Lillard was arguing with uh, Shannon Sharp, and, and Shannon's my guy. I love Uncle Shannon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's on a show called uh, uh, Undisputed. Uh, Shannon Sharp and also a Hall of Fame 
football player. Oh, no doubt. But Shannon, Shannon Sharp was making this argument that Dame took too much money to stay in Portland. Okay. And, I, right, and I, so I had to stop and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. Wait, what? All right. Let's, so let's... I know exactly what you're saying. Let's let's just break down the yeah, power Let's moves. unpack that. Let's, 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 let's break down the let's power move it. in itself, right? Yeah. Because you said about uh, winning and losing. And winning and losing. Because, winning again, losing. The, the argument is always you're supposed to win and lose. Like, the argument is always you're supposed to do what's best for the organization. So you can, okay. put, a winning organ, so you can put a winning team around you. Mm-hmm. So you should take less money so you can, so you can no. go win. And I will never, ever, 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 ever. Tell a player or tell anybody that's in a position to make multi-million dollars to take less money. Yep. I will never tell you that. So and the reason why is from a simple economic standpoint. You go to your job, you negotiate for the highest salary. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't an NBA player or an NFL player or an actor or actress do the same damn thing? Why would they take less money so they can say, I want a, I want a championship ring? Which again, they crown a champion every year, right? Right. So, <laughs> the, so let, let's just think. Of, let's just kind of break down the, the the power move in itself, and really shout out to the NBA, uh, shout the, the organization because NFL, the MLB, uh, soccer players, football players, baseball players wish they had the control over careers, mid careers like the NBA players. Absolutely, right? I agree so, with that. Shout out for the NBA for working with the player, understanding his commodities. But with that being said, like, let's say. Hey, the LeBron move to Miami was about winning, yeah. right? So he wanted to win because no matter what people say about winning or losing, to be considered the greatest, you've got to at least win one. You've got to at least win one. Okay, okay, I'm with you. I'm so sorry. if you get that first one, right, are you looking for that first one? Because you are looking, thinking long-term. Right. You know what is what you want to do. You may be to already two or three teams down the line, but you got you got to pass that up. Right. right now, you can do it. So when you win, that's going to put more signs here in that move. That gives you more power to move. Right, right? and it gives so, you more publicity yeah, and all that. Right. And being being a winner does does come with perks. I like, yeah. no doubt. But yep. uh, continue. So the same thing with KD. He understood the same thing because of LeBron's path. He understood that winning will make this his next two three moves uh, easier for him. Right. So what did he do? He tried to stay loyal, which I agree with you one hundred ten percent. Loyalty. Uh, in the in the leagues is look man it doesn't it, exist it, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't exist it doesn't exist it, is a it shouldn't exist when you look down uh, like KD looked down he had a few uh, injuries a few injuries that took him out of playoff contention and things of that nature if you're looking to win and you want to go somewhere that makes it easier for you to win because winning is the goal you by all means do that and you can still make your money and here's my push but that's my pushback so my pushback is this right everybody says winning is the goal. And I and I, I call bullshit. I throw the flag on it. Bullshit. Winning is not the goal. Winning is not the goal. And the reason why winning is not the goal is because this is your profession. Okay. Winning was the goal when you were in high school. Winning was the goal when you were in college. Yeah. Winning was the goal when when you had nothing else but winning. But in this particular case, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two quick examples. I watched this movie on Netflix. Really good movie. It's called Amateur. Mm-hmm. You get the opportunity to watch Amateur. So what amateur has <laughs> the kid that everybody hates, Tyreek from Power. Oh man, he's the he's the main mm-hmm. character, right? So I'm gonna give you this movie in a nutshell. Spoiler alert! But I'm gonna give you the movie in a nutshell. He's a basketball player. He's in the eighth grade. He's really really good. So he's playing varsity as an eighth grader, which you have kids like that that do this all the time. 
His father goes to this private school and his father basically sells him to the private school and say, hey, if you want my son, pay me X amount of dollars and I'll give you my son. Mm -hmm. So then he goes and he plays for this private school and he ends up becoming the starting point guard for this private school. He finds out that basically the coach and his father had a deal mm -hmm. and then he becomes ineligible because, again, as far as the NCAA is concerned, that's illegal. You can't pay players. Right. Anytime you pay a player, they become a professional and they you, they lose their amateur status. Mm -hmm. And so there's two things I want you to get from this example before I move on to my next one. The first is the coach said something that was super dope in the movie. He was like, we set up a system to where everybody benefits except the player. Right. Everybody benefits. Mm -hmm. Coaches get paid. Trainers get paid. Brands get paid. Everybody gets paid. Except for the player. Now think about that. How American is that? That's fucked up as shit. Yeah, yep. So that's why I'm like, bullshit. When fuck that bullshit. Second thing that I got from this from this movie that was really dope. It was this kid. He was going to college. He was the actually he was the starting point guard before Tariq kind of got on the team and took his spot. And uh, he was he was about to go to college. He was a senior. He's really good because this is like. In the vein of, I don't know if you know what Oak Hill Prep is. Yeah, yeah. Oak Hill Prep is like one of the, the best prep schools in the nation. And they churn out nothing but NBA players, right? So they get them from all over the nation. Then you go to this private school. All you do is play basketball and train. Your grades don't really matter, all right? So this kid was about to go to college, and he was about to declare for college. And he ended up picking this uh, school. And Tariq was like, I thought you wanted to go to another school. And he was like... Bro, I don't. He said, I don't play for the schools. Mm -hmm. He said, you don't play for the schools. He said, I don't play for the coaches. He said, hell, I don't. He said, we don't even play for ourselves. He said, you know who we play for? He said, we play for the brands because yep. the brands are yep. going to pay us the most yep. money. And yep. I stopped and was like, damn, you're right. Nike pays more. Nike, Adidas, and all of these brands, mm. brands now because we're talking economics. Because that's what I want you to tie it all back to. That's and the that's point I'm trying to make. That's, that's what I'm going with. So, that's so going the with winning you. comes in. So the real win is economically, did you put your family's family's family in a better position when you stepped into the league than you were before you were in the league? So, and in that particular case, you won. Because, again, you can talk about Charles Barkley. You can talk about you and you yeah, can talk yeah. about all these motherfuckers that didn't win a ring. Bro. They are millionaires. Okay, so, all that. This so is they what I'm fucking saying, won. No, nah, I hear what you're saying. But this is what I'm talking about. The winner is the goal as far as branded, right? So Kevin Durant, they, they he's going to get branded anywhere he goes. Right. He can walk into, they have never won a championship. He can go to every uh, every single playoff game, and they're going to market him a certain way. Gotcha. What does that marketing look like? Is it is this time, the all-time great Kevin Durant does this, that, and the other. Is this the time that he does it? it or, okay, I'll, I'll concede your point. So the point I'll concede to is the winning helps with your branding. That's what I'm the talking about. The winning helps with your branding. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the winning so helps with your branding. When, if, if KD is looking like that, I need to get some championships. Right. And there's a, a 2016 clause in CBA that let, allowed him to get almost a super max, almost a max deal. And this, uh, you have to look it up, but it's a whole deal with it. So he saw that I can make my, still make my money, go to a team that's already won the championships, get, get a couple, Add some rings to my name so I can further my branding. I didn't have a problem with that whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Now, with that with that being said, when he came out, he was injured uh, throughout the playoffs. Often though, he came back, showcased himself into the finals. They ultimately ended up losing, but and he you know ruptured. He got uh, ruptured his Achilles, tore his uh, 
Achilles. But he's still championship Kevin Durant. That allowed him to go to Brooklyn for all the opportunities you're talking about and make Brooklyn give him a year because he's championship all-time great uh, Kevin Durant. He's in a different light than Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook is an MVP as well. Yes, but I will also say him going to him going to Brooklyn was beneficial for both parties in yeah, the yeah. sense of Kevin Durant is a, is a global brand, mm-hmm. and winning does give you that global That's brand. What I'm so about. the in that particular sense, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. the The fact that you can throw NBA champion or Finals MVP exactly. on your resume makes you a global brand. Where I where I disagree, not necessarily with you, but with a lot of sports commentator, uh, commentators that pisses me off to the highest degree is because they'll tell these young men who nine times out of ten are black mm-hmm. in the sports that they're talking about, especially football and basketball. Right. They'll tell them all the time, take less money so you can win. Nah, man. And I'm like, in what other in what other sport? Do you put the restrictions on these athletes that you put on these athletes? So wait a minute. So I can't go from high school to pro. Right. In in tennis you can. In baseball you can. In soccer you can. You can sign it. You can sign a. You mm-hmm. can basically you can you can sign up at fourteen, fifteen. They can own your rights. You can get endorsement deals. You can go and do that in those sports. Right. You know why you can do those in the sports? Because those sports are predominantly not African American. That's true. The two that are predominantly African American, which is football and basketball, you can't do those. Okay, cool. Then you're giving me a small window to where I can make my money. Again, right. You're giving me three to five years. And in those three to five years, I'm not supposed to make all the money I can make. And then after I make my money, you tell me it's enough. Well, well, when is it enough? Because, again, if economically I'm trying to catch up mm-hmm. because America's America and we're not and we didn't start on an even playing field. Right. Right. Then why should I ever take less Mm-hmm. In this particular case, so that so that's more where my argument is coming I, from, I where the hypocrisy you. comes in, to where they'll tell these they'll tell these young men, you know, oh, you made a hundred million, that's enough. Now, now go win a championship, fuck a championship, maximize, maximize your potential, maximize your earning potential, maximize your dollars. If winning does that, then go win. Exactly. If 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 scoring championships does that, then go become a scoring champion. And the reason why I'm saying that in the bigger scheme of things is because everybody else is capitalizing on it. So, the moves that they made, the move that Kevin Durant made, Mm -hmm. made Brooklyn probably a billion dollars on the franchise. The move that LeBron made, made the LA Lakers a billion dollars as soon as he made that move. The move that Kawhi and Paul George made, made the Clippers a more valuable franchise. Now, again, Employee, employers. So yeah. you got to look at it from that standpoint. But we talking power moves. So we're talking if you're able to move the needle from a power perspective, then you need to be. Then you need to move the needle from a power perspective. So when I'm talking about Dame Lillard and I'm talking about Uncle Shay, which is the, which is the homie. I love. Mm-hmm. I love Shannon Sharp. But where I was just like frustrated and disagreed with him wholeheartedly. He was saying, well, Dame, you're going to be in Portland, and you ain't never going to win nothing, and da-da-da-da-da. And, and Dame responded back to it and was like, one, you don't know what I'm going to do here. Okay, you don't know right. whether I'm going to win or not or how we're going to compete like going forward. Two, if I am going to be if I am gonna be here, I'm going to be a rich motherfucker. And that's, so, what, and that's what he responded with. Uh-huh. And people kind of take that as, well, oh, that's not the – that's not the the goal and this, that, and the third. And then where I tie it back to is I bring it back to the homie Beast Mode. Mm-hmm. Beast Mode didn't spend a dollar of any NFL check. Of any NFL check. Nope. 
didn't spend a dollar. He lived on his endorsements. So he lived on his endorsements, lived his lifestyle on his endorsements, didn't spend a dollar of any of his NFL checks. And now a story comes out last week. He is buying property in Oakland to combat uh, to combat gentrification. That's the shit you That's can do power moves, man. once you get your money. Yeah. Once you go get your bread, once you go get your paper up, mm-hmm. once you go get your dollars away. And guess who else is from Oakland? Dang. So guess so, what he can do? He can call his big homie. He can call his big homie Beast Mode and be like, hey, bro, I, I just got 100 mil. I know you sitting on 60, 70 mil. Let's go and buy this neighborhood. So this you is what I'm saying. saying? I definitely Power move. I bro. get it. I get it. I definitely get it. But this is where my thing with these guys, and I'm going to use Damien Lilly. Okay. On the court, I'm not the biggest fan. And this has started uh, last uh, this year. Because if you say, hey, I have economic structure set up here in Portland. It's going to be beneficial to my people and how I'm going to move for here and Oakland. Then that's why I'm here. Fine. I'm cool with that. No, no big deal. Ball your ass off. Get your money. Do what you got to do. But do not tell me that you do not care about winning. Winning is not part of your goal. Because you know what everything you're doing, how you're doing it, if you put a championship behind it, it's going to be, it's going to magnify. Are you going to get that championship in Portland? Probably not. Okay, but don't give me blind loyalty to the team. Just don't give me that. Don't give me that, because you know what? You know what happened? Kevin Durant left OKC. Mm-hmm. As soon as he left OKC, Russ Westbrook signed a, a super max deal under loyalty. Yes, that loyalty got him paid, but he did not win. Now he's off the team that he's loyal to. Let's leave that out of it. But that's my thing. Let's leave that out of we it. We can't leave it out of it. We because can. no, part of that is the branding. You don't have to say that though. You do. Because okay. if you don't say it, you look like a bad guy to the fans. If if Dame if Dame Lillard didn't say what, what Dame Lillard said to where I want to win one in Portland when Portland's paying him $156 million, he looks like the bad guy. If if Russ because even in this whole situation, the person you feel sorry for in the whole in, in the whole free agency, I feel sorry for Russ. Why? Because Russ Rush did everything you were supposed. He played for an organization. That's my he point. Stayed, he stayed look. He stayed loyal to that organization. That's he got paid point. by that little, but by, by that organization, they tried to trade him. Then he says, "You know what? Since you tried to trade me, go ahead and trade me now, and trade me too, and, and I'll give you a couple people mm-hmm. on who I want to go to." You know what I'm saying? He did it the way that he was that he was in the in the public. I was supposed to do it. What I'm saying and what. We may know what it is yeah, yeah. and what it should be right, is right, right. go get your fucking money. Fuck all this loyalty shit. I get that. Now you have to say it because everybody See, don't everybody ain't gonna everybody ain't gonna go digest it. I think in it, uh, this is my point. In this time of everybody being informed, right? We being the uh NBA guys that we are. Right. We should be the ones that tell them, like you said in uh air quotes, fans what the deal is. Don't let Hey, y'all do what y'all about. You a professional basketball player. You handle your business and play ball. Right, right. Let me handle this dude to understand why you didn't say this, that, and the other. Okay, I get that. But it's not enough. But that's why we talking now. Because there's not enough voices out there. And the people that do have the biggest platform and Mm -hmm. the biggest mics are saying the bullshit of there you go you supposed to you supposed to be loyal and go try to win so you need to go team up with la or you need to go to uh the 76ers and you need to take Mm. probably 20 to 30 mil fuck that no for real go and get your bread because in any other profession nobody takes the pay cuts why so why are you actors don't take the pay cuts and then we can even we can even shift over to the rap game because 
Master P just uh, recently released released a movie. Oh. So he recently re- uh, released. Um, I got the hookup too. I got the hookup too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now, full disclosure, love P as an entrepreneur, love him as a boss, love him as a music exec. I'm a hide on him on the music. Mm. There's certain tracks that he got are, that are classics to me, but I'm a hide on him on the music. I'm not a fan of the sneakers. Oh, what's what's the name of them sneakers, Le- man? Just right, any masterpiece, oh, like 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 my like, like my man uh, Lloyd Banks said, it's about to get ugly in here. Like a masterpiece <laughs> sneaker, like <laughs> P makes horrible shoes. It just just is what it is. However, comma but mm-hmm. P is an entrepreneur, and P is talking. Look, man, if instead of you trying to get with somebody else's infrastructure and try to get a piece off of theirs. Why don't yeah. you own your own fucking pot? Yeah, yeah. And that part I can get behind all yeah. day long. Of course. So yes he made uh I haven't seen the movie. I heard that it's terrible. Yeah, it probably I, I was. Did, but I don't care. You right. know, I, I support stuff. Because like you because you gotta support care. it. I, I right? Support you gotta it. support yeah. it. Yep. So when you support it, or even with the Tyler Perry, we can even use Tyler Perry yeah. as an example, right? Not a fan, because I know how the movie's going to end, because okay. it's predictable as shit. I know how the movie's going to end, but I support the fuck out of him, because what he's doing, the, it's the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. It's the bigger it picture is. that we never talk about yep. when we're talking about sports, when we talk about entertainment, when we talk about rap, when we talk about NBA, when we talk about NFL. We never talk about the economics of That's it. That's what I'm talking we about. We never talk about the fact that, dude... Go and get your money. Go own some shit. And instead of you coming in to these organizations and acting as if they like they need you more than you need them, but yeah. we keep flipping it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was just watching something coming in. It was a uh, NFL Network. It was a uh, the uh, football life of of Curtis Martin. Oh, okay. I got you. Curtis Martin was really really cool with the owner of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Really really cool. Like a son to him. They went to dinner together. He went to the, the Jewish holidays with him. Damn. Was on the boat. Was cool. Damn. Hugged him. Damn. Loved him like a son. Traded him. You know why he traded him? For, it, for it, no other reason. He it, said it was business. It's business. He said, I don't want to pay this much for a running back. Mm. That's it. That's all. It, it's nothing personal. Still a great guy. I'm going to tell everybody in the world you're the greatest guy in the world. You I'm gonna trade the fuck out of you mm-hmm. because I'm not paying X amount of dollars for a running back. So, so we taking it personally. But we taking all this this wasn't in time shit. Per- you supposed to do this with rec label? You supposed to do this with the, or the fans supposed? No, 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 no. We gotta become more educated and realize, man, from an economic standpoint, you gotta be as ruthless as they are with us because mm-hmm. they ruthless and. You got to own and, and operate as an owner. And if you're not an owner, you got to operate as opposed to operating like an employee. You got to operate like an independent contractor. Because that's what those NBA players are. I'm selling my services yep. to you. Mm-hmm. So in me selling my services to you, bro, this is how much I'm worth. This is how much I'm going to get. And this is how much this is how we going to work to make this happen. Yep. As opposed to, and again, you can apply this to your life and your job. Because one thing I learned in economics, when... They were talking about, you know, employment and labor. That that's the way that they phrased it. They were like, no, 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 no. As an employee, as much as you're coming in, the interview process is you selling your skill sure, sets. Exactly right. Selling your skill sets to your employee. Yeah, so yeah. 
you're telling your employee i can do this 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 and this and the employer is telling you well i'm looking for this this and this and then y'all come to an agreement exactly. on salary benefits and whatnot you provide that that labor they provide the the compensation and that's the way it's supposed to work but a lot of us look at it from a slave from a slave master mentality of well i work for this job and i have to do this and i have to see no 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 no, bro you got options so because think, you the talent that's what i'm talking about so check this out and the nba power movement if you will yeah. is a perfect example of this because not only are they selling their their skills at a high level at, a, high level. at a very high getting level paid, getting them to, dollars, but, i mean getting like they james harden is making what probably five teams combined made in 88 all in for sure you see for what i'm sure. saying five whole organizations together for sure was and not he, and he have a plus hundred million dollar contract that's with uh, adidas. adidas okay so look that's what i'm talking about we're, yeah. coupling, we're coupling things you know branding we're doing all partnership this. partnership yeah, right partnerships. so when you talk about your regular nine to five when you go into your nine to five and you are under this agreement like i like to say yeah. right you still have to find time if this is not your, you know, we're talking about even doctors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They have other passes to get them other places. Oh, yeah. I think what we fail is, yes, we got the good job syndrome, sure. Ooh, and, so, you know but slow down, slow down, slow down to explain that. Good job syndrome. We got explain the that. good job syndrome, explain right? That. Especially here in St. Louis with, uh, with the opportunities we got. Right. You got a job that puts you right, what I like to say is affords you a little cheese on your hamburger. You all right. Okay. You go out do a little extra. You're not. You not. You might not be. Uh, you know, wealthy, but you're not check to check. You know, with everything worked out, you have a job. A job that covers your basic needs and then just a little bit more. Right. So, with that being said, we get comfortable with that, and we don't want to rock the boat. Instead of taking that extra and start moving around in place and investing, mm-hmm. uh, if you got if you. Get, if you were able to sell said service to this job in such a way to afford you this job, you should be able to sell those services in another way to, you know, compensate more of it, right? Yeah. Because what we do know about loyalty, that anything can happen to that job to where you are not there anymore. All right? day. All you, day. They might put somebody, All day. Let's, they might put somebody in place in a position that you work closely with and you know you no longer like doing that, right? So now you, you have issues you have concerns but you don't want to rock the boat because you got a good job mm-hmm. right yeah. so you have nothing to cushion on right so w- imagine if we talk to an nba player that's uh doing all this and we say so what else do you do and they're like nothing i just play basketball how silly would they sound silly as hell how but, silly would they, but, how but silly again, would they sound but again to your point how many of us do the same thing that's my point how that's many of us saying. how many of us go to work every day and we and we're often we often get the question, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. And what we always answer with is what we do for our job. Exactly. Not what we do oh, for a living. Say it. We say often it. we say often it. we often answer with, Oh, I work here. Mm-hmm. Or I work there. Or I work here. No, 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 no. What do you do for a living? Exactly. What do you do to live and survive? So if you have your own business or you have your own uh hobby or something that pays mm-hmm. you, then that that that's what you do exactly. for a living. Exactly. That is truly your passion. That's that's truly what you're what you're pursuing. And a lot of times we put that to the back burner to try to be company men and women. Yeah, because man. we think that that's going to pay off because it, because we were brought up in this in this system mm-hmm. of employers and employees to where you work for an employer for 20, 30 years. You got a good job. You got a good salary. You went to college for a certain amount of years. You got the salary you wanted. You negotiated mm-hmm. it. And now you walk in <clears throat> and you make this money. 
and then you set up your lifestyle based around the money that you make and then you you truly do become a slave to it because your lifestyle is set up to where if you don't make this money you can't mm-hmm. live the lifestyle that, that you want to live that's what i'm talking about so what how, how stressful of a situation is that oh man because what's crazy is a lot of the jobs that we are seeing today mm-hmm. are about to go away yeah man truck drivers about to be gone in 10 years hate to be the one to tell you a lot of the retail positions are about to be gone hate to be the one to tell you brick and mortar mortar stores and when i say brick and mortar i mean physical stores mm-hmm. sears target but a couple of walls, why, you know they are saying? going yeah, yeah. away. You know why? Because Amazon is here and I can buy it online. Mm-hmm. I can buy all the shit that you sell in the store. I can buy it online. I can buy it cheaper and I can get exactly what I want when I want it delivered to my doorstep. So why would I pay somebody to be in the store or to be physically to to physically give me products that I can get online? So I'm not going to be paying somebody 10 11 12 right, right. an hour right and if i do it's going to be on a smaller scale smaller stores are going to be able to survive that but they're going to have to be niche based yeah. in order to survive that yeah, yeah but from a bigger from a from a wide scale uh standpoint a lot of these places are going away and once they go away they're not coming back so if they're not coming back and your skill set is only in retail or your skill set is man i've worked at AutoZone for 20 years yeah and AutoZone don't exist no more mm-hmm. what do you do so now you got to think you got to start thinking like an entrepreneur now and that's what we're trying to to have the conversation start to make your power moves to where strategically when you take a job or strategically when you pick what you want to do for a living pick something that you can have control over or more control over than what you have in just a regular job in just a factory job or something to that effect because again I, i know 45 is telling y'all, you know, make America great again. I'm bringing back these these factory jobs. No, he's not. No. They're going to be automated because it's cheaper. And it's and just it makes more sense. Us. Yep. So if it makes more sense for it to be cheaper, then you're not going to have that good paying job forever in a day. You have, gonna you're going to have to make adjustments. You're no going to have to make adjustments. Do. So make adjustments now. And what I'm loving and what I'm seeing in, in sports and entertainment, folks are making adjustments, is that folks are becoming more ownership base and that's that's what we got to be we got to be ownership and equity yep. ownership and equity has to be the name of the game start your own small business own it start your own whatever it is i don't mm. care how small it is but if you own it you get more of the pie if you get more of the pie when rainy days come you can put that pie away and then that way when when all all of this comes to where all of these jobs start to go away you're like, okay, I'm fine because I had a business this whole time. I had X amount of dollars stashed for a rainy day. I invested my money, yep, like yep. my man said before, because that's another thing that we got to start doing, putting your money in places that make money. Putting your pla- putting your money in places that make money. Putting your money in places that make money. That has to be a rule of thumb. 20 to 30% of your income has to go to places that make you money. Yep. Why? Because, again, if you are not making power moves, somebody else is. And these companies are, are getting bigger and bigger and taking more advantage of people. Because how many times have we hear the story in, in, in music to where the first deal is always the shittiest yeah, deal in the, the world? Yeah, the one that uh, really fucks you over and whatnot. Shittiest deal in yeah, the world. Yeah. Then 20 years later, mm-hmm. you get the deal that you should have had yeah. 20 years ago. Because and how, how often <laughs> in that same scenario, that deal, the, the album that you put out on that deal was probably the best one. 
Yeah. Came out hard. Yeah. Though, you know, because that's the album you had been making your whole life. life. Yep. And Took then, your whole life to make that first yep. album and that second album, and then you had no distractions. You were hungry. Yep. You were you were probably the best artist that you was gonna be at the time. So you made this masterpiece and, and did not receive the money that you, it deserved, and you did not receive it in the time that you thought you was going. Biggest be. travesty in hip hop. Nas doesn't own Illmatic. And that's ain't that insane. Nas doesn't own death, Illmatic. Death Row's whole catalog is owned by a little Jewish woman that have to be at the right auction at the right time. Are you serious? Yes. What, wait a minute. What? Should right, so, don't or Dre don't own? No. You know, Talk to me. No, whoa, whoa. No, we're going to okay. side note. Let's Talk so, to me. Okay. What's going on? So you know that Dre <laughs> left after, I mean, left Death Row with nothing, right? I right. saw on a yeah. movie that he did, but no. I didn't believe it. So go ahead. Out. He said nothing. Okay, so let me just give you a little background. Give me the background. Why, why it's so fresh in my mind. Yeah, give me the background. So I've been watching those Vlad TV interviews where everybody's been around. Uh, Mob James, uh, uh, Keefe D, uh, Reggie White Jr., you know what I'm saying? Even the police. So I've got a little snippet of that. That pisses me off, so I don't get too much into it. So I've been kind of refreshing everything, kind of doing half Google. You know, here what we're doing. Like, when we get information, we like to sidebar while more information is getting in process, right? All day, all day. So, so I'm, this is fresh in my mind. So when Dre walked away from death row, uh, he it was nothing. He had nothing. He got bullied out of it. It was just he just wanted to get away from the violence, and you know, Suge was knocking down uh, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he left for nothing. He was like you said, he had a skill set. He knew that skill set has got plenty of people paid, so he knows he could take that somewhere else and, and go. Keyword: so, got a skill set. Got, got a skill set. Got a skill set. Could take that, and it's gonna make money. Keep going. He, power he, moves. He, he power moves. He was able to walk away from death row, and we, if most people should know. The gravity that Death Row held at that time. He goes on to make Aftermath, right? So, Suge did own uh, the most of the masters for uh, Death Row, uh, All Eyes on Me and all that. But when Suge went bankrupt that first reel, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff went into auction. It got seasoned in the auction. And that the lady that bought it now, the escape right now, uh, is an old, old dude's lady, happened to be at that auction. And bought the entire catalog for like two million. The entire catalog for like two million. So when you say how did Suge find himself in these positions that he found himself when he is part of oh, and we're not even gonna talk about how Death Row really got financed. It was getting financed by a cat named Harry O that's doing was doing forty years for selling big dope, kind of funneling it through there. And uh, so how much a uh, Death Row did he get back? That's a whole different deal. So Suge. When everything started crumbling, had to put stuff in the auction, and the old dude's lady bought it. All eyes on me, chronic, all that. Not on, but and see, this is what I'm talking about. This is the this is man. Fuck what I just said. <laughs> That's the biggest travesty in hip hop. In it, in it. That's the biggest travesty in hip hop. Because it? let me explain how royalties and how like that works. So. Especially in the streaming era, right? Anytime somebody uses your music, it's a licensing agreement. Mm-hmm. So they have to pay to use your music. So how royalties work, how record companies work, is the lights are the lights are kept on by the music that has been created by the artist and the catalog. The catalog keep the lights on, right? Anytime that that's played, so throwback. Thursday, way yeah, back yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Sirius XM, us, them. Somebody's getting paid when we pay mu- play music. All right? 
This is just how it works. If we play music, somebody's getting paid. So whoever owns that music, that's how they continue to get paid off of that music. So if we're talking records like All Eyes on Me, The Chronic, um, Dog, dog Food, st- Dog Style, Doggy yeah, Style, yeah, yep. you are literally talking a billion dollar cop catalog over the lifespan of its catalog because for the, for, for the rest of your life, you're going to hear this music. For the rest of your life because yep. they made timeless music. Yep, no doubt. Doggy Style will be played until the day that it's I one of my, die. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. All Eyes on Me is, to me, is one of my top five hip-hop albums of all time. The best double disc. I got it slightly over big for me. So, those songs and that music that is owned by somebody who's not from our community, that is not from our culture. Don't even understand what is in their head. Fucking don't even crazy. understand what they said. It's probably me. I never heard about these people before. But they she say it was cool. has like that two million dollar purchase is going to be worth billions of dollars going forward because anytime you know, that somebody plays that music licenses that music uses that mu- music in a movie uses that that music in a commercial uses the background uses the instrumentals yep. sells the instrumentals anytime that anything gets used anytime it gets sampled anytime that music gets anything that person gets paid for thinking which about, is fucking crazy think about generational wealth before I go to the power move that Jay did after that. Think yeah. about the generational wealth of that. Yeah. This Jewish lady who does not understand the gravity of her possession, the magnitude of her possession, is going to casually hand that down to a grandchild. Casually. Mm-hmm. They're going to come to her and be like, what can you do? Well, they say this. I've been making pretty much good money on this. I don't know quite what this is, but it does a lot of money on time, so here you go. I can sign it over. That person like, I don't know what this is. I started YouTubing most of this stuff and got into it because my grandma had it and she passed it down to me out of nowhere. And dog, and you, they just, and they you, saying? you just named another dollar sign that I ain't even think YouTube. That's what I'm talking about. As long as YouTube exists and streaming exists, anytime it gets streamed, mm. she gets paid. YouTube, she gets paid. Any uh, title, anything you Apple, can think yep. of, Spotify, Apple, she gets paid. Yep. Anytime they play that, anytime I, I put on All Eyes on Me now, she gets paid. So let's think about the Dre Power <laughs> move. And that's, I, that's what I'm talking about. The Dre Power move. So he's wow. out here with he now he's out here with you know this skill that he knows is gonna get him paid. Mm-hmm. He's looking how to change the game. He ha- he has a formula that works. He knows what to do. What do I do? He finds Eminem. Okay, Eminem. I don't have to explain that guy. No. Think I about don't. the contract though, right? Eminem is trying to get game as well. Yeah. Dre learned so much contractually dealing with Suge and Easy that he puts an iron clad. Jimmy Iveen. And Jimmy Iveen, Jerry Iveen. Heller, all yeah. these kind of people. Yeah. So he puts a contract on M uh, that not only keeps him involved with what M does for damn near life, you know what I'm saying? He knows that he can fall back because it goes like I was telling somebody the other day, young a white coworker of mine. And I was telling him that because when M started blowing the dude must have been like six, mm-hmm. something like that. I said, I, you might not understand the gravitude of M, but that going a platinum in a week, that's not real. You know what I'm saying? Before and after M, that was not a thing going platinum in a week. M came and did that, right? In a day. In a day. Fuck, so, a, two fuck weeks, a week. Like a M, day. those three, those first three albums that M had was, that's music history beyond belief, yeah. man. In a day. Nelly went platinum in, a, in like a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, M went platinum in like a day. Who like, reaped the first yeah. benefits of that? Dr. Dre. Dre did, yeah. Dre did. So M picks up game and he finds 50, right? Mm-hmm. 50 I'm goes diamond. You, he goes diamond all this. So let me tell Twice. you. Twice. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you a stream. 
Let me tell you a string of words that will never be separated. Aftermath, Shady, G-Unit records will never be separated. When M come up with something, look on that motherfucker, it says Aftermath, Shady, records. 50, all them, he drops something, it says Aftermath, Shady, G-Unit records. Yeah. Power moves. Never hey, keeping it linked up. Rule number one: never outshine the master. That's what Before I'm talking about. Power, you better know something. And in this situation, you can't. You M can't. is the top seller out of the three, but M is—I mean, Dre is the uh, biggest earner because of his and power so, move. No, but here's the thing: you got to look at because here's the thing: you got to look at. M's not, and this is the reason why. Because Dre gets credit as a artist and as a producer. That's what I'm talking. So about. anything that he's produced, he gets credit on. And mm -hmm. I didn't realize this till DJ Quick said. DJ Quick was like over 100 million sold, and I was like, DJ Quick. I know Quick is, you know, Quick one of my favorites. Yeah, That's yeah. a nigga, but he ain't sold no 100. But then he started name. No, 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 no. All eyes on me. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, me. Yeah. Like, when he started naming, when he started naming all the yeah, stuff he produced, yeah. Game, Kendrick, when he started naming all the stuff he produced, mm -hmm. oh, no, 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 no. I get credits on all that. I get, I get, I get royalties. I get credits. From all of that, and that's where the back end yeah. money is what, what we saying, y'all. DJ is that Tony Tony Tony. Bruh, Tony Tony Tony. I'm on with it. Tony Tony Tony. I'm on with it. And, and another person who I didn't realize, same thing, power moves. Because again, when we talking power moves, we also talking about most of your money is made behind the scenes. Yeah, man. man. It's not in front of the cameras, yeah, it's behind man. the scenes. So Raphael Sadiq had an interview on The Breakfast Club, and Raphael Sadiq was talking about... um. He was talking about Tony, 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 but he was talking about like when he took his hiatus mm -hmm. and all the people he wrote for, and he started naming names, and Cranes in the Sky was wrote by Raphael Sadiq, and I was like, wait, what? Producing wrote by Raphael Sadiq, and I was like, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote Cranes in the Sky, like, hey, Jesus, you know what, like, you know, you know what me about the interview? Winner? You what? know what killed me about the interview? He kept saying, I'm a lazy songwriter. Yeah. He kept saying it. Yeah, he but was like, I hear something, and then I put it into my song. And it, right. and it drops. And it drops. It but again, intellectual property is what it, we're talking about. What we, exactly what when you about. own your intellectual property, when you own your physical labor, when you own your, your products and your businesses, and you own, 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 and we're going we gonna to preach and teach that forever. Because Whatever. again, we practice it, and also we're trying to get y'all to practice it. Anybody who's listening to this at any time, in your life mm -hmm. if you're listening to this because everything that we're doing right now we own yep so that's right you understand what i'm saying so if anybody ever buys this or or 20 or 30 years or 100 years from now somebody's listening to this you know what we doing is owned operated yep. by by three black men you understand and, what i'm and saying it's been recognized by the federal government and the state of missouri as an entity so there at one go. point in its existence it was out here is out um, here. and so and when we talk about you know this ownership ownership thing. Another thing we all, you got to show both sides of the game. Don't be afraid to take losses. Yeah, okay, you gonna, might take. It's gonna happen. You're gonna take a couple of them because with this winning, you cannot know how to win until you know how to lose. A B. This is a this is a patience game. Oh yeah. So this is a time game. So the power. The reason why this is this is so kind of vital. This conversation that we're having is is super vital. Is because again, when you look at it from a short term perspective, um, that two million dollar advance made look good as shit to you. Yeah. So you may take that two million dollar advance, and then next thing you know, you gotta chop it up. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? You owe 
um, the record label a certain amount of, yeah. amount of records, yeah, yeah. a certain amount of songs. They're paying for your wardrobe. They're paying for your studio. They're paying for all this stuff. So all of that comes out of that 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 recoup. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But when we're talking that long game, yeah, you may only make a couple of dollars here, but a couple of dollars there. But if you can make it forever, for as long mm-hmm. as you live and as long as your content exists and you own it and it is used somewhere, somebody that you pass that to is going to benefit from it. Yep. And one thing that you can't pass to your to your kid, you can't pass a job to you your kid. You can't pass a job down. You just can't. No, if you I, don't, I don't care how hard you mm-hmm. work it. I don't care how good you are mm-hmm. at it. You can't pass it down you to can, your kid. You can refer your kid to that company, and if they want, if they think you, you and your child have the same work ethic, yeah. But that doesn't guarantee them anything. Downside, y'all both don't. Yeah, you can't. You can't pass it to the net, and that's the that's the hard part. Like you said, that's the frustrating part because again, all this work that we doing, you know, for free. Yeah, for no money. Yeah. Because again, we're gonna recoup off of it. We gonna make, we're gonna monetize this and make money off of it. But we paid our dues. Yeah, oh yeah. We've yeah, done yeah. the free shows. We've done yeah. the, we've done the work. We we've, we've come in on our on our off time. We we've given our time, our energy, and our effort to and this our, thing. And our, our so when we so when we start to monetize it, one, we have a good product that we can give to you week in and week out mm-hmm. and more shows that we're going to be giving to you and events that we're going to be giving to you and content that we're going to be giving to you and websites and radio st- all this stuff that we're going to be giving to you and that is coming soon and that we're working on behind the scenes once we start to monetize it a we own it and b we know how to do it because we put the work in that's right and a lot of what you see is the facade and i know yeah. it's a lot of facade out here because instagram and facebook and twitter is lying to you because mm-hmm. they making it seem like everybody out here getting money but that's not the case y'all like no. it's a lot of lying going on because if you're not putting in the work period die. if you're not putting in the work and you're not in a position of ownership then i hate to be the bearer of bad news you losing that's what i'm talking about you losing and even with what we're doing and if you are listening to this uh Thank you, number one. Yeah. But go back and listen to how we was when we first started, because we want to show the growth as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to be pretty when you first get out there. Nah. It's just not. It's just you got to find your way. You got to find how it goes. But if you keep trucking, and that's the one thing that I think, I know we're tying this back to the NBA, but when you see, when you look at KD where he is now, uh, where he's at and where he started, mm-hmm. uh, James Harden, where he started, even really, even Giannis, because when he got in the league, he was skinny and but all hell, that. But hell, not not even that. Uh, when you look at the Kobe's and you look, look at the Jordan's right, when they right, first right, came right. in, and they just wanted to hoop, and they just yeah. look, I'm nice. Yep. And that's all I got for you. Yep. I'm nice. Yep. And then somebody got in their ear and was like, "Yeah, you nice, but bro, do you realize we we gonna make money off of your image? That's what <laughs> like I'm we about. gonna like you gonna sell Gatorade, you gonna sell Hanes, you gonna sell Nike, you gonna sell all this stuff. Who has live sports? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey. So, but they understood that, understood how to work behind the scenes. Of Chris Paul right. being the uh, head of the Players Association, yeah. because now, because look at the look at the leagues and organizations that not have that uh, relationship with their own, the WNBA, right? Right. Check this out. So people believe people know that your average W, we, the average WNBA player does not make a lot of money. They mm-hmm. actually go overseas to make their money because they put, put a name on themselves and they're, uh, you know, female basketball player. But the reason people think that it's because the WNBA doesn't make any money, that is not true. They make a decent amount of money. They actually, they average $60 million a year. That's the that's what the WNBA makes. Mm-hmm. So you think uh, $60 million, when you spread out the average salary, you think that it would be enough for every player not 
to have to go overseas or rather the risk of getting pregnant or something like that. Here's the difference. The, the NBA split is 51-49 of profits, owners and players. I want to say something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the NBA is raking in money. It's getting glo- more global every year. Uh, so they're bringing it in. So the players are seeing the, uh, the benefit of that. Right. The WNBA player, that CBA is an 80-20 split. <clears throat> 80-20 out of a $60 million organization. 80-20. That means your average, your star WNBA player makes about 200000 a year. Your average makes about $41,000. Mm-hmm. So you can be a manager at a regional manager at McDonald's and make more than a WNBA player. Yep. And these ladies can ball. Yeah, don't think they can't. They have a good They can ball. Have a good product. They're, they are fundamentally sound. <laughs> yeah, have um, a good product. Like, like it's been times to where you can watch you can watch it WNBA NBA game and see some good basketball yep, being played. It's, it's, the thing that I think that they're that what you just said is is mm-hmm. is is the number one problem. Mm-hmm. I think the number two problem is also marketing. It's yeah. how how you market your product. Yep. So if you you don't have a if you don't have an angle in which you can market to the public. To compete with the like now, now is what I like to call that that dull sports time. Mm-hmm. So between ba- the end of basketball and football season, it's like this little lull. Like right. it's it's like really nothing going on. This should be the time to where they should be dominating the marketplace. Yes, yes they yes. should be. This should be highlights yes, yes. left and right. It should be giveaways and tickets. It should be hey. We gonna we gonna do a dribbling yeah, exhibition. Yeah. Like your all star games have to be different. Yeah. Like you have to do things to bring to bring customers and eyes onto your product. They you can, have to. They can piggyback off the success of the NBA free agency. They could. You know what I'm saying? That's that's gonna be a thing every year. And because these players are so smart, they're not so much signing those super long seven year deals yeah. and stuff like that. It's, yeah. We're gonna get a rotation of these superpower moves. Every two or three years, every two or three years is going to shake it all again. That's you can't get any better than that as far as a marketing standpoint. Do you know that? And that's why I like the fact that you know these power moves because you think of uh, the NHL, right? Mm-hmm. Predominantly white sport, and we know how we feel about you know white people and their money and stuff. If you try to give an NBA player a hockey contract, he'll look at you and walk off. Yep, you know what I'm saying. He they look at those the hockey, mm-hmm. the other white meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We shout out to the Blues and all that. They look, they look at the NBA like, man, that must be nice. And that's a physical sport. Hockey ain't nothing to be. It's a hard sport. Football is, hockey is, boxing is, football. You got a non guaranteed contract. It's fucking insane. In football, to get what you want, you have to say, hey, I'm not showing up. And hopefully, hopefully, when you play this game of chicken, that you win. And the and the craziest. Shit in the world is regular people are are mad at the player That's for wanting mean. his money. Like That's crazy. People are pissed off. Oh, he's gonna sit out. What a selfish asshole. What? What? He's trying to preserve himself. What? I'm trying to provide for me and my I only have three years to make this money. Yeah. There is no guarantee that I'm gonna be able to do this for the rest of my life. So whatever I'm doing, I gotta do it now. I gotta make my money now so I can then walk away and be alright. And, right. and if you miss that in everything that you're doing, anything that you're doing, if you miss the simple fact that you are doing it to secure a future for your family and for your family's family, if you just if we just think more long term, 
I think we'll start thinking in terms of power instead of thinking in terms of just instant gratification. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think the instant gratification is killing us mm-hmm. because on our jobs we do it all the time and then we get stuck in in, in dead end jobs that mm-hmm. we don't want to be in. Yep. Um in our careers we do it. So we get into a career and what what's the biggest thing? You're making too much money to quit or you got all these expenses yep. and liabilities mm-hmm. that you can't walk away from and because you can't walk away from them, you can't walk away from that job that may or may not be stressing you out yes. and killing you any goddamn way. It's going to stress you out even more because you can't leave. You see what I'm saying? Because you can't leave. Right, right. And then your employer knows that so mm-hmm. your employer treats you a little different. Yeah, so a little, little something slip yeah, to man. you from time to time yeah. and then you got to suck it up in the whole yeah. night. It's just a bad position yeah. to be in. Yep, and yep. I'm, not, I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know in that position understand that position making moves making making things happen in my life so I don't have to be in that position and and for damn sure the next generation doesn't have to be in that position going forward because again I don't think it was how we were meant to live as human beings to be subservient to all of these corporations and entities that make these billions and trillions of fucking dollars off of our blood sweat tears Mm -hmm. Um, intellectual property intelligence innovation they make all of this money off of us we don't see a cut and then we have the nerve as employees or have, as the ones that are outside of the machine to criticize someone for trying to take advantage and, of the machine and having the opportunity to take advantage yeah. of it. so if you yeah. have the opportunity to make 200 million make it if you have the opportunity to start your own bit or to own a, a piece of your company or to negotiate equity within your company do it if you have the opportunity to make a power move to where it puts you in a better position from a power and hell it can even be from a negotiation standpoint yeah, hell, I negotiated this salary like I wouldn't accept this pay raise because they wouldn't give me this salary I mean, and I walked away from the table it, like that nothing wrong with that they, nothing they, at all even if you're making a power move for your own mental health man like I can I put these things in place because I like this job or I may have liked this job yeah. thing is uh, changed it does all right, but you know what? It's driving me insane more than one day out of the week. Like, it's, I know when I walk in, you know how you pull up to your job and you look at the building and you kind of go, all right. You know, when you get to that point, it might be time to make a change. And it's going to only get worse if you can't make that change. Yeah. If you're only doing it, you might you might find another position somewhere making a little less, but the, the mental relief of maybe just doing something new, getting away from that environment. That's a power move, man. Yeah. You, but but we got to start thinking along those terms yep. of where where can I make a move to utilize the most leverage? Because, yeah. again, that's that's a word that we haven't used in this conversation yet. But I want to explain what I, what I mean by leverage. Leverage is being in position, being in a position of power to utilize that power to get you in a better position. Mm-hmm. So when we talk leverage. Credit can be used as leverage. Cash can be used as leverage. Intellectual property can be used as leverage. Hell, certain skill sets that are that are rare can be used as leverage. Mm-hmm. Because again, if you're the only one in your company that does with you what you do, then now you have leverage. Yes, right. They can't get rid of you because they know if they get rid of you, they can't find another you mm-hmm. very easy. So use that as leverage to get the things that you want out of your out of your job, out of your position. Use use leverage at all times to get the power that you're that you're seeking use that as as the as the motivate not just the motivation but the lubrication for power moves <laughs> yeah, man. yeah 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 make power move turning, yeah man. get the wheels turning yeah, you yeah. leverage 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 yourself leverage your skill set leverage your education leverage that to make the power moves that you need to make because i'm telling you if you die today your job gonna be listed tomorrow i'm telling you <laughs> so check this out not a day 
They're going to list your shit tomorrow. They're going to remember you, but it, they they need somebody in that spot. You're going to get a plaque. I mean, hell, 30 years after working for the fucking uh, police department, you get a watch. Yeah. <laughs> so you, know you get a gold watch. Your yeah, they, so, you got shot at. You get a gold watch. Man. Like it, that, That's crazy. So it, it, I, I'm it, saying, what, what I'm saying is, when people, when we talk about these power moves, people always assess the risk. Yeah, you might, you might stump, but if, like you say, leverage, if you're leveraging everything around you to get in the right position, that means your inner circle as well. I don't think we talk about that enough. We yeah, we got, you know, we didn't. We all, we all have these friends that we have growing up. You love them. You, you like being around them. But when it's time to make that power move for stability, let's just say that. Let's just not say extreme success, stability, because sometimes you know you gotta, you gotta reassess your foothold. If if you're trying to make a power move to anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the people that's immediately around you are do not understand that, do they do not accept that? Then those people don't want you to get to where you're going. So that's that's one hurdle you can alleviate immediately. Yeah, sure. it, it doesn't mean that you just eliminate them altogether. But when you make this move, you got to lessen that time. Like Pac say, you know, get your money, motherfucker, get rich, and we'll kick it. Like I'm gonna go do this. Like if you can do this with me, great. But if not, I gotta go do this. So if you go do your thing and we come back around, great. But if you're going to spend the time that I'm using to go forward with mine, you know, trying to keep me down or you know that I'm trying to do this, I might need all the money that I'm getting. So if you know this and you still ask me for money, that means you're try- uh, trying to stop what I'm doing. So it that lets me know that you you don't want to see me go where I'm going, so I got to eliminate my time. But there's also an inverse of that, right? And the mm-hmm. inverse is this. A lot of times we have everything we need within our fingertips. Yeah. We have social media followings followings that could we could utilize and leverage to do the things that we need to do. like how many times do you leverage your you know instagram facebook twitter snapchat following to get things that you need to get done yeah, yeah. hey man who know a mechanic right hey man, right inbox me a mechanic so i can you know i ain't getting robbed da, da, da. now what if you did that from a light business perspective so where I, where I think people make the mistake is is they'll use their personal social media as advertising, 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 and people get irritated because people don't want to kind of kind of log on just to see you advertising your business all the time. It's not that they don't support your business mm-hmm. because people get frustrated yeah, yeah. because being an entrepreneur is hard and being a business owner is really hard. So you're promoting your business and you want people to support your business, but really and truly, did you build the rapport and the relationships with those people? That's what I'm saying. The the the. 90 followers you got the 100 followers did you got did you did you did you dm them did you inbox them did you tell them thank you did you tell them thank you for following you mm-hmm. do you do you keep them updated on the things that you got going on are you are you sharing with them are you building with them because again if you have 50 20 30 people that really fuck with you and you can sell a product good or service to those 20 30 people then dog you can survive yeah man but you got to engage so what we got to do a better job of, and this is us as a business included, and mm-hmm. this is us individually, is we got to start leveraging the people that we have around us that yeah. are doing the things that we want to do. Because a lot of times you'll have an accountant on your on, on your uh, friends list that you haven't talked to or a lawyer on your friends list that you haven't talked to or a business person or a person that knows uh, advertisements, this, that, and the third. Are you leveraging those people and their skill sets? Because a lot of times, man, people are just waiting for you to reach out so they can help you. Mm-hmm. But you don't reach out so they can't help you. Right. Because they might not know how to help you until you reach out. Until you reach out. Right, and right. that's and that's, that's another it. thing yeah. in understanding yeah. power and power moves is that people in power leverage the people around them. 
one thing that I, I appreciate about LeBron is LeBron put all his boys in position yeah, no doubt. to go get it. Yep, no doubt. And, and that's what we got to start doing as a, as a community and as individuals. We got to start taking those relationships that we have around us, brother, sister, cousin, friend, and saying, hey, we're going to go into this business together, and then we're going to leverage all of our talents to utilize this business so we can maximize our potential together. Because if we maximize our potential together and we leverage each other, instead of working against each other, we work together. And even if you're in the same, same business or you're doing the same things, cool. Bro, this is your lane. Bro, mm -hmm. it's going to be my lane. But when we can come together and get money, let's come together and get money. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, so this is one thing. I'm glad you said that. So there's a movie on Netflix called uh, Black and Privilege. Yeah, All right. Black and Privilege. So I watched it. So I, when I so did I. Watched so it. when I looked at it on Netflix, I was like, you know what? I know what this is, but, but. I'm going to support. <laughs> I'm going to support. So I don't care what it is, what's going on. So I turned it on. And being uh, owner of a production company, I started looking at those type of credits when I turn stuff off, right? Right. So I'm going through and seeing who's involved, how they're involved and whatnot. And I'm telling you, man. And I saw the same thing on, golly, what's that T.I. movie that uh, Gary Owens? Oh, stuff? my God. Uh, what's that? that? Oh, it had Dana. Uh, what was the name of that? Uh, It was terrible. It oh, was, it was horrible. It was. Uh, anyway, oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah, Mike Epson had T.I. Uh, Trap. Yep. Uh, the tra it was trapped. That chicken squad. Yeah. Anyway, I watched that too. But my point is this: when I saw how many people got involved, how many people had individual casting companies, uh, production companies, uh, you know, the, the grips and all this type of stuff, and it was an all black movie. No, it was not the greatest movie of all. No, no it, was, it not. was not at all. It and, didn't and, and twenty second time out before you continue. Side note: Black folks, let me talk to y'all for a second. <laughs> let me talk to y'all. Let me holler at you. It's me to you. <laughs> I know it's black owned and operated mm -hmm. and we're going to support you no doubt but the quality has to be there yo know? we can't keep saying support me because I look like you yeah cool I'm with you I'm going to support you because you look like me and I look like you I'm into that but what I need for you to do is give me a quality product good or service I need you to say thank you please my pleasure I need you to have my food on time and warm if if you are a, a barber, a beautician. I need you to keep your appointments. If you are have a lawn service, I need you to come when you say you're gonna come. For real. If you are have a movie or a production service, I need you to make sure that if it's a timepiece, you don't have 2019 stuff and 1999. Mm -hmm. I, I got to make sure that you don't have water bottles with labels on it that we yeah. can see on the, on on the screen. I got to make sure that the sound is where it needs to be, where the grips are where they need to be. It's a good product. Mm -hmm. Just because it's black owned doesn't mean it has to be less quality, y'all. That's what I'm we saying. We have to have the quality there. Go ahead, bro. So, Sorry. Just I, I get you on that. But to my, to what I was getting at is I just like to see that a group of people, and it takes a lot to make a movie. I do understand it that. Does. And I, I understand that if the quality comes a little shorter, uh, why that could be the case. All I'm saying, and even in Black and Privileged, it was a great message. Uh, then great much. Like great all much. together, it was, like, it was kind of choppy. And if this is a learning experience for everybody, then fantastic. Yeah. But I'd like, I just like to see when everybody comes together. And they took a chance, and they made it to Netflix. So if they made it to Netflix, whatever they, uh, whatever it cost to make the movie, I'm pretty sure they got paid more than that to be on Netflix. Probably. Um, yeah. So I, I just I appreciate 
when I see stuff like that and companies like Netflix giving it a chance, you know what I'm saying? Because I know that gets, because I feel like people's number one deal is the fear of failure. And you got to be able to get over past that and or buffer it the best you can by getting with not like-minded people. Or not, look, man, the average entrepreneur, the average business will fail three times before it is successful. Mm-hmm. And I've had my three failures. So businesses will fail. And, and, and it just depends on how you look at failure, right? So to me, it's, it's never a failure. It's never a loss. It's always a lesson. Mm-hmm. If I learn from it, then yeah. I didn't lose, yeah, yeah. In, in my opinion. And it's all in perspective. If you're learning from the experience, then you didn't lose because, again, you're starting over from experience instead of starting over from scratch. So as long as you learn from those mistakes, because we're going to make them. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to get out here. You're going to do some things. You're going to think that it's one way. And it's going to end up being another way. You, you, you understand? Like, you're yep. going to learn as you go. And the thing that you can't be discouraged by, and the thing that kind of gets us a lot of times is we quit before the breakthrough happens. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll yeah. quit before yep. that next thing may be the thing that kicks the fucking door off. The yeah, man. But we stop before we get there. So we can't stop before we get there, man. Like, we got to keep grinding and keep on thriving, especially when you have... You know what I'm saying? A, a, a business or something that you're working on, an entity that you're working on, and it may not be going the way that you think it should go, or it may not be going the way that you imagine in the dream that it should go. That's when you got to work harder. You got to grind harder because, again, the story is always the same. Yeah. I started here. I started with nothing. Mm-hmm. I grind, grind, grind. I believed in myself. I never quit. And then next thing you know, I got here. Yep. And cream doesn't always rise to the top. And we know that. There's certain shit that. It just it just refused to die. Yeah. Like, it just yeah. refused to yeah. like it wasn't even good. Yeah, yeah. It just refused to die. Yep. And because it refused to die, it ended up being successful because mm-hmm. it just said, you know what, we're gonna be here and we're gonna do everything. Sharknado. Yeah. Sharknado. It's, it's, horrible. It's, it's Fucking terrible. terrible. They don't want five in, or six. I think almost eight. Time in, time out. Just and it's almost so niche. It's all about, you know what? They like it. We can do it for this price every time. We don't have to show any type of progression. People yeah. will think it's funny. I'm, we're going to make some money every time. And, and we can leverage it. Right. We can leverage it. But you got to get your reps in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what this is about, that's too. Right. That's, what, what that's we're right. Doing, what we're doing is, is about that as well. We're about getting our reps in. So we're going to talk and have these conversations. We're going to record. We're going to listen back to what we've recorded. Mm-hmm. We're going to see things that we can tweak and we can get better at. And we're going to get your feedback and we're going to get better because we get your feedback and we're going to be a better show because of that. That's right. But if you don't ever get your reps in, then you mm. don't ever get better. You got to get your reps up and yep. get your reps in and take your lumps. And yep. then once you take your lumps, then you good. And then you put yourself in a position where you've taken your lumps, you put your dues in, you learn your lessons that you need to learn. So then that power move comes along and that opportunity comes along and you can take advantage of yep. it. And that's all. I want for anybody that's listening to this, I want you to win and I want you to win big. But the only way you're going to win big is you're going to have to work hard like there's no getting around it. Hard hard work is just a part of the plan. Two, you're going to have to be consistent and diligent with it. You know, week in, week out, we are having meetings. We are we are doing this. This is what we are. This is what we are doing. This This is what what we are doing. And because we are consistent with it, we we, we believe in ourselves, believe in our product. We know we're going to have success. That's the same thing that you got to do for whatever it is that you're doing. If it's that makeup company that you're starting, be consistent. If it's that cleaning company that you're starting, be consistent. Mm -hmm. If you're a DJ, if you're a rapper, if you're a producer, if you're a network engineer, if you build websites, if you do social media marketing, the people that win are the ones that are consistent 
and the ones that continue to get better and grow. Mm -hmm. And you can continue to get better and grow by getting those reps up. Because the more people that you do work for, the better you're going to get at what you do. And then all you got to do is find that one or two people that are willing to pay you for your services. And now you got something consistent that you can hang your hat on. But a lot of times, this instant gratification bullshit. I started a business on Tuesday. I'm supposed to be a millionaire on Wednesday. The fuck is going on? What happened? I I filed the paperwork. I filed the paperwork. I got an entity. I've been doing this for X amount of time. You know know what I mean? People, especially in the era that I'm from, that was rapping and mixtape rapping, that was telling me, you know, I'm on my 57 mixtape. But then, my nigga, you need to switch something up. Yo, for real. My nigga, I'm just just me to you. You need to switch something up because something's not working. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. Like, like at some point, you need to evaluate it and you need to say, am I at the quality that I need to be at if I'm going to continue to do this? Like, what, shit. What, what did 50 uh, what, what did 50 tell Kanye? Go and switch your style up and watch the money pile. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's exactly what he told him. Go ahead and switch your style up and if they hate to let them hate, then watch the money pile. That, up. That's, that's real. real. That's real. So, I mean, you want to be in it, you got a passion for it. I don't want anybody to kill their passion. Not I at really, all. I truly don't. But if you keep running your head to the same deal, you don't know, not seeing the progress. Just take a step back. But, and but that's the thing. Readjust, but that's if the you have a mentality. Pa- if you have a passion for it. If right? you have a passion for it. Right. So a right. lot of people get into what's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start a boutique because, because it's cool. I'm seeing a lot of women. You know what I'm saying? A lot of women are starting boutiques. Salute you, boo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what's going to make your, your boutique different than... The other 50 that such and such has, you know, a lot of brothers are starting barbershops. What's Mm going to make your barbershop different than the other 100 that are out there? And that's where you're going to really make your money at. You know what I'm saying? Either being the best or being different. And either one of them you can take you could take task on. So mm-hmm. you can say, I I'm going to be the best. So in order to be the best, you gotta get your reps. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And then if you want to be different, you're gonna say, All right, I've looked at everybody else's and instead of doing it this way, I'm gonna do it this way. And what that we, unique it's gonna make you stand what out. Was, what was the, the foundation of what we're doing? We took we took this, flipped it, adjusted, flipped it, adjusted, and you're gonna see the, the platform where we made it. Yeah. Because we we flipping, adjusting, flipping, adjusting. That's a championship mentality. Yeah. And it's that's gonna and it's gonna be different. It's gonna look different than yeah. anything that you've seen, you know, podcast last mm-hmm. internet network, you know, it's gonna be businesses involved, it's gonna be uh promotion going on, yeah, it's man. gonna be events. Like we have a bunch of stuff that we're working on that is in store that we are all going to do because again, this is what we're doing, doing, not what that's we're right. saying. That's right. So all of this shit will happen just like this happened. All but right. that's how it has to go. We have to we, you have to be consistent. You have to continue to work. You got to look at opportunities. So instead of you being the because c- c- kind of bringing it all back home to the Dapper Dan point, because Dapper Dan had an interview on, on the Breakfast Club and uh, a bunch of people was kind of asking about what I thought about the interview. And I was like, I, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I got where he's coming from. But he had a little of that Kanye syndrome. And what I mean by that Kanye syndrome is when Kanye was on Sway and Sway was telling him, you know, why don't you take some of your money? And do your fashion thing. He, he, that ain't Ralph. That and ain't it's like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, dude. Man. And and what and what Dapper Dan was saying in a certain sense was, it ain't Gucci. And it's like, dude, Gucci wasn't Gucci until Gucci became Gucci. I'm gonna say that again. Come on with it. <laughs> Come on. Gucci with wasn't it. Gucci until Gucci became Gucci. And what I mean by that is this: we all gotta start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Start somewhere. Sell one dope ass piece, yep. and if that one dope ass piece you can reduplicate and continue to sell that one dope ass piece, then then add two, then add three. It's progression. Yep. 
and people don't like the pro. That's what it really is. People hate the process. Yeah, man. But you got to trust the process. But you got to trust the process, and 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 the process is a part of what we do. Yeah, yeah. you got to trust the process because the process is what's going to lead you to the power. The process is what's going to lead you to the power because the people that get to the power moves and the people that start to make the power moves went through their process. So now they trusted their process. Mm -hmm. So they know at any given time, if shit goes left, they can go back to the process. They got them there. That's right. That's exactly right. That's 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 it. Like if shit go left, they know, bro, if this shit don't work. I was doing radio for 30 years. I'm mm. going to go back and be a radio yep. host. I know how to work the boards. Woo, 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 woo. I'm yep. good on this. Generate a different part of the drip and I try can, it again. And I'm going to do it again. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a saying, but it's kind of a, a thought process. Mm-hmm. If a rich man loses all of his money, he'll be rich. Like, he'll be rich again in two, yep. three years because he didn't lose the knowledge of how to make it. So that's where the reps come in. At. Yep. Yep. The, the mistakes that we making and the mistakes that you're going to make in your business and the mistakes that you're going to make in your career and the mistakes that you're going to make in your job, you can learn from them in your next job and your next opportunity. And you can make your power moves when you negotiate. Mm-hmm. You can make your power moves when you go to your next job. You can make your power moves and say, OK, I see how I got promoted in my last job. This is how I'm going to get promoted in my next job. Yep. I, I'm going to take it to a next level. I see this is what I did in my career last time. And this is what I'm going to do in my career this time. All right, this is where I fucked up in business last yep. time. This is what I'm going to do different in business this time. But the biggest thing is you can't quit. And the other thing is you got to learn from your mistakes. And we're telling you from experience because, That's again, right. we in it and we working on it. Yep. And, so, and, and you, when, you talk about, when you talk about coming from nothing. Like yeah. This is this came from just talking and people really being about what they say they're about, yeah. and that's why I always bring the people back into it. Because if you bring something out there and your people ain't with you with it, then at the beginning they can't beat around. No, nah. you got to get around like-minded people at the very least. Yeah. Even if, if we're talking about product, you got to at least get around people who like the product you're trying to give out. Supportive people, man. You know what I'm the saying? Importance of just having somebody that's gonna give you a good word mm-hmm. when you're trying to build. Because again. When you're trying to build something that is not physically here, people yeah. like to hate on it because yeah, it's not man. physically here. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of times when you hit people with the what you're about to do, they kind of roll their eyes. All right, whatever. You about to. Okay. Because people say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. But the support portiveness of and that's one thing I always want to be um, personally is just positive and supportive yeah, when, yeah. I, when I see the grind. Yep. When I see you working, yep. I'm going to salute you. Man, you got goals, you got things you're trying to do, then be about those things that you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you you use those things to springboard you onto the next thing. And you don't know be afraid saying? to take that like, jump when it happens. Like, like use that, yeah, use what you got right yeah, now man. and springboard that into the next thing. And then that way, people who love and support you are going to continue to love and support you and that energy is going to drive you. I promise oh, you. Yeah, it is. When people are telling you, yo, yeah, you is. got something going on. Yo, that's positive. Yo, keep doing that. Yo, keep that going. And yeah. I, and when you get that in return, man, the feed, that good feedback, especially when it's genuine, when you're really doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you get that positive feedback, there's nothing like it. So make sure you're getting around people that got that support for you, got that love for you, that's, 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 that's giving you those good comments because a lot of times... We'll pass over a hundred good comments or a hundred good, you know what I'm saying? Like people will hit us with, yo, I like this. I love this. I love mm. this. I like how y'all did that. And then the one hater. And then focus and zoom in and on And we it. zoom in on and the one fucking on. hater. Yep. And then we want to yep. tell the one hater, 
oh, well, fuck you, because you beat dog. The energy you spent on that one hater, you could have spread it around the past. Man, love, man, you could have got all that, all that love. love. You see what I'm saying? You could have got all that love. You could have you could have said, man, that person that gave me that compliment, man, I'm going to DM them real quick. Man, I appreciate it, man. Any, This is what I got going on, man. If you support, I'm going to give you X amount of discount, da, 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 or we going to be yeah. here, we going to be there. Yeah. That's when you can build that's with right. somebody that's, that's right. actually fucking with you. That's right. I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you a great example, Um, and I'm going to look this brother's name up because I, I ain't going to not get his brother's credit, but... uh. On one of my homeboys, uh, shout out to uh, uh, DJ Dirty Bird, uh, on his uh, Facebook page, it was a rapper on there that was spitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you posted that in the group. That was spitting. Look at it. From, and I'm about to log into the group because I'm about to get his name. Um, homie was spitting. And I was like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Like, And then I posted it to the group. And I was like, yo, tag homie. Like, yeah. If you know him, tag him. Because... I like this. Like, like, I like what he's doing. Like, he's spitting that real hip-hop shit that that St. Louis needs. You know what I'm saying? That I think that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, homeboy's name is Raleigh B. Bell. Okay. Raleigh okay. B. Bell. Um, and what I put in, I was like, STL, yo, tag this guy. He's super dope. And homie reached out to me. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> so, homie reaches out to me. And he's like, man, I appreciate it. I got I got a bunch of other stuff that I'm doing. Thank you for the support. Make sure that you link up. Make sure that we link. I'm like, hell yeah, bro. Yeah, no doubt. You know no what I'm doubt. saying? This cat is in New York spitting. We put him on our website. Now, again, he didn't have to pay me for that. No. He didn't have to give us a dime for that. No, no. Bro, you dope. You from the city. We, we fuck with you. We show you love. We support you. And if St. Louis get down like that, if St. Louis starts to get down like that, it changes the entire dynamic of yeah, the city. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's, and that's when we talking real power because yep. strength is in numbers. So if St. Louis get down like this to where you see somebody with a dope-ass clothing line, you tag that person. You see somebody with a dope-ass um, podcast and you tag that person. If somebody got something dope, matter of fact, uh, before... Probably after we leave here, I'm going to post it on the Facebook group. But in our Facebook group, what we doing, STL at Facebook, um, I'm going to post. If if you got something dope that's going on, because we got people that got uh, reality shows. Um, Mary the Car Sales Lady, she got a reality show. I got my homeboy who got a, a, a radio station. My man, uh, Darius Greer, he got a radio station. If you got something dope going on. Post it and, yeah, and fuck with yeah, us because yeah, yeah. we gonna fuck with you because that energy that we need because that's how we how we become powerful. Yep. We become powerful when we bring that together, and that's what I mean by support. If we supporting each other and we rocking with each other, because that's another thing. Durant looked at what LeBron was doing yeah, exactly and started to copy that yep. shit, which is fucking genius. It is because hey, not- bro, you got you got the shop. I'm about to do the uh, Yo, you know, I'm, I'm, about to do the room. You know I mean? I'm not a LeBron hey. fan of a guy on the court, but the Le- LeBron's off the court moves is to be copied. Don't like like Jay's business acumen is to, to be, be copied. copied. Yeah. It is. Don't be so I think another thing, I, I know we rock on this pretty tough today, but I feel like when somebody sees a blueprint that works mm-hmm. and says, I'ma follow that blueprint. That's what mm-hmm. they say in their mind. Yeah. But Somebody else says, "Oh, you just dig right." No, 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 no,
Yeah, throw man. a little something on to make it your chili. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like the chili got ingredients. They, they got you can look them up online. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A chi- chili is beans, <laughs> beans, and sauce, sauce. Uh, beef. Yeah. That's basic chili. And then it comes down to the seasoning. Right. Then but you can season it however you want to season it. You yeah. can throw peppers in it, some like green peppers and onions. Some so some throw a little sugar in. in I throw a little sugar, sugar in mine. Yep, yep, you understand yep, what I'm saying? Yep. Make it yours. Yeah, so look at the blueprint and then tailor it to what works for you. Take what works for you. Shun what doesn't work for you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then fuck the dick riding shit. Yeah, man. Bro, it's about support. It's about trying to get to the next level. It's about trying to make moves that you know that's gonna put you and your situation in a better light. And if that means that you need to partner with somebody, partner with somebody. If that need means you need to reach out to somebody and go, hey bro, I see you doing XY. How do you do that? What's the, <laughs> like, what's how, the most, how are you doing that? What's the most supportive city in the music industry? Atlanta Exactly And you, The way they move Like Even the Migos flow Styles and all that They all Pick a style And go for it Because they know If you take this And pop with it A little bit I We all know What's happening here Get yours You know what I'm saying There's no yeah, reason To go yeah. back and forth Like that There's just none Because they understand There's enough money Out here for all of this, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? If we can get to that point As a city as a community all together you know? Yeah cause we wanna start We wanna start in the community We wanna start with the city yep. But we wanna make this a, We wanna make this a community thing yep. Like we wanna yep. make Cause again What we doing is about The empowerment of us As a community as, as black folks But then once we empower ourselves Then we can help the world We can't help yep. nobody Until yep. we can help ourselves and once, and once we get to a point To where alright now we're powerful. We're empowering each other. We're about love and positivity and doing the things we need to do for our community. Then we can be the leaders in the, in this world that 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 it needs. That's right. Because the leaders that we have now don't even think on that wavelength. They're div- they're very divisive, and they they want us to stay separated yep. and stay arguing and fighting with each other over gender, over fucking co- colors, uh, all, all this other bullshit. They want to keep a, you know it's divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah man. Divide. I, I like to call it now divide, conquer, and distract. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Divide, conquer, and distract. So they keep us divided so they can conquer us and then they keep us distracted so we never unify to realize who our enemy is Mm -hmm. and then once we come together and we figure that out then we can start to do some things a in our community b in our city three in our state then in this nation and then eventually in the world that can change the world and make it a a a fucking more livable and better better place because black Mm -hmm. folks in general are are generous and yeah. kind and yeah. giving and these things, mm-hmm. but a lot of times we trust the wrong people and we get burned. And then once we get burned, we don't want to fuck with nobody no more. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, and I get to, it. Yep. I get it. Yep. Like I got burned. I don't yep. want to fuck with homie or yep. or he got this going on, so I don't got that. And that's another thing, bro. If I don't agree with everything that you're doing, all I gotta agree with is the part that I do agree with. Yes, that's true. And we can that's come true. together on yeah, that that's shit. True. That's true. Like that's true. We'll not agree with somebody on one topic and be like, "Fuck them." Yeah, like, the nah, whole nah. time. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, that's nah. cool and everything, but man, he don't like eggs in his. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like right, right. Like, where the fuck that come from? Like, you know, I don't like the way yeah, he's this, this, out loud, man. Yeah. This is crazy, man. I don't even over there. Yeah, man, this nigga don't fuck with pics. Like, what the fuck? Like, don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. Nah, like what y'all do agree on. Come together on that, man. Because again, power is the name of the game, and the only way we gonna change it from 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 a real standpoint, we gonna need political power. Yeah, we're going to need economic power, and we're gonna have to make moves. And in those moves that we make, 
I know some are like burn the building down. Yeah, yeah. But some we we gonna have to be at certain tables and make certain I feel certain like, deals and make certain collaborations. I feel like we should go into these buildings just change the paint. So <laughs> that's what I say. So, I like that. So hey, we getting a little long, so we're gonna wrap this up. But before we do, this, I know this is not a sports show, but we're gonna get a little dab into it. Uh, I'm a Laker fan. My man Mix here is a Clipper fan. Yes, I am. We gonna come Laker it up, clip it up here in a minute, and snap forward in the scene that's gonna be coming up. Yes, so we're gonna we, we normally end on what we're gonna see in the future. We're gonna pass on this. We're just gonna talk a little bit about this NBA season just for a second. Mm-hmm. Because would you with all the power moves that guys are making? And shout out again, shout out to everybody because this offseason was. Incredible. incredible, incredible, some of the best week of your guy of all sports. Like yeah, incredible. every time, every time I heard that, do 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 I was like, ah, oh, I got man. another, I shout got out, another update. Shout out to Kawhi, shout out to KD, Kyrie, uh, Anthony Davis. Welcome to the squad, everybody that took that is like, you know what? It's time to link up and do stuff. Great, yeah. But can't wait. Can you agree that the finals? The road to the finals comes to one of our LA teams. Yes, I, can't, I agree. Can't, can't agree with that. I, I think we that. did a great job of uh, filling out our Bar- roster. Barring any type of barring any type of cat- catastrophic right. injury, yeah. I think the Western Conference Finals will be LA, LA. Yeah, that's that's what I that's who I got in the Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I got the Bucks again, but I think that if Philly can figure it out. Cause Philly doesn't to me doesn't have enough shooting, and I don't know what I'm gonna get out of Ben Simmons. Mm. So I think that it might be Philly in the Bucks on my on my two to pick out of there, and I really don't have a third squad because the East is looking real 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 What's shaky, up? baby, <laughs> real, real shaky, yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean the Celtics may make some noise, but I don't. Again, I think they just got. The, they became the same with Kimba. Like, they didn't get better or worse. They just became yep. the same with Kimba. And depending on, you know, shout out to STL. I need I need my boy Tatum to develop. Yeah, I think that's why Boston got I need, to, I, need, I need him to take that. Yeah. that. And he got some Air, Air Max out, some St. Louis Air Max out that's dope. Red 314, shout out to him for doing that for the city. Sorry. Good luck. Um, but if Tatum develops, then, then maybe Boston can make some noise. But, yeah, man, um, we we definitely gonna do, uh, probably gonna 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 snap some picks, but we are gonna do an on online on on air online bet too. Oh yeah, we no gotta doubt. make that happen. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. We, get, we, we gotta make that happen. Baby. Closer to the uh, season. Uh, so me personally, I agree with you on all fronts. Even though I hate to do that, uh, <laughs> I think it's Lakers Clippers. Uh, people want to give me the whole you know Kawhi Paul George and all that Patrick Beverly which that's there there's nothing that's going to be hard defensively Oof. but the thing about it is uh, if they space the floor like I think they're going to do if LeBron does run the point and they put AD at the four and we get just a smidgen of a healthy Boogie Cousins I think that's enough to sp- space out so we can get over the top of those jumping lanes guys Kawhi and PG uh, it's going to come down to making shots we know Kawhi can't is Paul George ready for this because uh, when we get down to it if LeBron misses we got rebounders down in the paint that's going to handle business so if they're going to try to sh- if Paul George need to become a shooter uh, Patrick Beverly need to become more consistent shooter Kawhi is Kawhi so I don't know yet in the East I feel the same way I think Philly got strong they not going to let they're gonna, they built a team that's going to dare Milwaukee to shoot dare Giannis to shoot mm-hmm. so you better pick one up because they're going to the we just seen with that uh 
boxing one move does. You run that with uh, Horford. Uh, you run that with Embiid and Simmons and all that type of stuff. Yan's uh, gonna have to shoot, so we'll see there. But mm-hmm. I think that's where it's at. I think with Boston, even though I, I'm not really no Boston dude, I really hate him. I think the difference is Kemba is going to be looking for guys to develop. His game is going to be there to assist them guys developing, as Kyrie was to show out for two years until he made it to Brooklyn. So it might be a little bit, but they're still they're still too small for Philly and uh, Milwaukee. So. That's where I'm at. I don't know who's going to win it all out. I see what Giannis I get is too early to claim a champion, but I think that's what's going to be in the last one. I think we got some more moves to make yeah. because we're pursuing Iggy right now. And yeah. I think if we get Iggy cheap, he's yeah. up from a defensive perspective. You you ain't got shit covered yeah, on, on it's gonna the be Clips, tough. baby. It's, gonna be tough. it's been a long road, John. Yo, it's been, it's long. been a long road. Hey. I've, been a, I've been a Clippers fan since, since Darius Miles. Knew, so it's been a long road, Yo, bro. I'm, I've been suffering for a while. I'm glad you guys got a real job. Now you can move out. So, <laughs> so uh, hey, this is what we're doing. We did it again. Uh, we just gonna get out of here, man. This is your boy HT Sims, Mr. Mix.